Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Again, the odds couple, uh, sports fans all around Australia, Victoria, wherever you are in the city of Melbourne, we wish you a happy Saturday morning from the odds couple. Brought to you by Sportsbet, of course, great partners of ours here at SEN and the odds couple each Saturday morning between eight and nine. Busy show ahead, couple of uh, interesting guests. Alison Sheehan's going to be talking to us a little later on. She's got El Quistro going for three in a row at Flemington this afternoon. And Lindsay Smith, who uh, trains at known for his training out of Perth, is now training out of Perth and out of Melbourne, uh, out of Ballarat, at uh, Warnable, I should say. Um, had four runners during the week. Two of them got up. He's got another one at uh, at Flemington today. So he started with a real bang over here in Victoria. So we'll be talking to Lindsay Smith a little later on. But as per usual, uh, my, my co-hosts have joined me in the studio. It's wonderful to see them on a Saturday morning. Simon Marshall, David Taggart, good morning. Yo, 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 what's up, Australia? It's a great morning out there. It's fresh. It's well. It's going to be a beautiful sunny day. What a beautiful week we've had here in Victoria. It's Championships Day. Lots of miles, horses that have been building up to peak and their best form is exposed. It is on like Donkey Kong at Flemington. A lot of the favourites got up last year. Punners had an absolute top up. Can't wait to sink my teeth in to this morning's show, David. Yeah, great uh, segue there, Sim. Uh, it's just a great initiative initiative by the VRC here to have finals day. Breaks up the winter. You've got three listed races on today. And, uh, yeah, they're all great uh, great races. Talking about uh, wonderful initiatives, great initiatives, as you've just said, David. And the initiative to get us three together has, uh, has given punters some winners over the journey, some uh, week in, week out. That's what we're here to do. And um, Memorable moments. Yeah, yeah some do it uh, a little better than others, a bit like happened last Saturday. Best around the country. Quick. Sunshine Coast 6-9, Baccarat Baby. Savanson, Junipel, second and third, but it's all Baccarat Baby. Baccarat Baby by three lengths. Race seven, number five, Mascalino. Mascalino has staved them off. Leads by a length and three quarters, two lengths, and Mascalino dictated, won the race. In Sydney, on a heavy nine, this is a model. Race eight, number one, Bonhomie. Top striker goes after Goldfinch, and top striker goes home best. Top striker ran down Goldfinch with Hart Conquered third, then Ton Sawyer. Further back to jungleized Bonhomie couldn't pick up on the inside. Oh, I thought you had the wrong race in oh, for a minute. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh, it's oh. a moral on the heavy nine. Well, it couldn't pick up in the heavy. Well, that's that's a oh. thing tipping in Sydney on heavy tracks. When when after race three or four, I won it off because it drew barrier one, and and, 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 and you no didn't want to be on pace for you. <laughs> no, 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 no,
But anyway, yeah, they, I don't know they where that came from. Switched. It was just on my desk when I came yeah. into the office yeah. this morning. Oh, it was just well, sitting there on my yeah. desk. Anyway, that's kink no boys. Well Good done. Work. It's it's you know it's there's no iron team as as Taylor Swift says and. And uh, oh, Taylor making, Swift now. Yeah, Tay yeah. Anyway, but congratulations, boys. Uh, you've actually achieved something for the first time in history. We're used to have actually collected for once, and I haven't. So, oh. congratulations. Oh, oh, I hate it's going to hate. Yeah. Hate, hate. <laughs> Isn't that a little, little oh, bit of nastiness? You see in that him? big sim? A little yeah, bit of nastiness. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not ha- I'm not happy. Oh, Tags, you'll bounce yeah. back this week. Yeah. And anyway, what about so when you, you walk- should go on Ninja Warrior like Stevie Baster? That might sort of lighten you up a bit. Well, mate, when I walked you get into that the news stu- today, when I walked into the studios, I thought Muddy McFly had walked in wearing those jeans. I thought I was back in the eighties at one SD Marshall's produced today, but uh, I've left me hoverboard out the front. <laughs> yeah, but but, but back anyway, to the car, Muddy. So what's this about S Baster? Um, well, it's news to me. You, you realise radio is not a visual medium, yeah. don't you? Yeah, he's it's the, probably yeah. not. When you're describing people's clothing Just that they're wearing thing. in the studio, it's. You can't get them to stand I up and parade around. You realise that. Marty McFly. Yeah. Do we have to do? Just a little clip. We're staying in town. You know, it's school holidays. I've got a couple of little... You've got, what about the little um, ankle biters you brought in with you this morning? A couple of special little guests. Yeah. A couple of little special little girls in my life uh, we'll be introducing to, uh, well, the family of uh, the Odds Couple later on in the show as we close. Stay tuned for Sugar Bella and Matilda. Oh, I'd love you to see Sugar Bella and Matilda here this morning. They'll be coming in just to sign us off. Okay. Yeah, talking of Stevie Bester, the Ninja Warrior, not a show probably I've taken a lot of no. – I've been invited to go on it a few times, but uh, – <laughs> but, As a host? Yep. Sorry? As a host. No, no, no. Oh, climb the wall and that oh, sort of thing. Yeah, that sort of stuff. In the over 40s. Has been. And uh, he's going on – now, I think I think when he goes on the Ninja Warrior, he's going to be hard to beat. Jockeys have got good core strength. Oh, were, and that's they? exactly what you need for, for that. Yeah. Hey, are you a good sound over man, Big what? Sim? You got that? Yeah. Shall we have a crack at reading it? Look, look, this is, so just how strong and tough are the jockeys who ride hulking thoroughbreds? We're about to get another glimpse as Group 1 winning hoop, Stephen Bastar, takes on a new challenge, competing in Season 3 of Australian Ninja Warrior. Hercules, 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 You know how they get involved. So Basta will take on all sorts of uh, wicked obstacles, including the dreaded uh, warped wall in challenges designed to test the physical and mental strength of competitors. Basta confirmed on Twitter he will compete in the series, which starts on Channel 9 on Monday night. The things I get myself into, he tweeted. Uh-huh. So nine says this uh, says this season will feature a course with new surprises and challenges and be hosted by Rebecca Madden. There you go. And Simon O'Donnell this year. And Andrew Flintoff's joining you. Yeah. Sorry? You're hosting this year with Rebecca, Rebecca Madden and Andrew Flintoff. One, cricket, one, one, one cricket is enough. Uh, d- go, Basta. Go well, to, Stevie. Uh, uh, our All finals date. Fleming, an initiative that started, I reckon, I'm going to say change. 20 years ago, but it was only the... V, it was only the Winter Championship final, but now they've basically made it a whole race card, and these races have been building up over the last few months, and you're scoring points to get a, a run on finals days. It, it's a real fill-up. It's a real booster. In the you know, middle of winter, everyone's a bit down, yep. but you go to a quality race day like this, it, it is a, a really strong initiative for racing. It, it has been going for for a long time. I, I won the, the the mile race, the, the main race, mm. mid in the mid-90s on a horse that, its mother won the race, 
So it's been going around since the 70s or 80s, this winter final. Mm. But then they've just compacted and put all the, these races together and it's just, it just makes for a great day. Mm. Quality, good fields, you know, good competitive fields. You know, you're not seeing three or four toppies and then you, know, you drop her away to 100 and 200 to one shots. You know, you're going there today, the majority of owners are going with a chance of winning a race. We've got some shorties too. I mean, um, Organza came out of the first. Our Questro, who will talk to Alison Sheehan, the trainer of our Questro, $3 in the first, over 14 The 2,000 metre handicap, $2 even money, Muscalino. Then you've got $1.55 Buffalo River over the mile for the three-year-olds. And then the race four, you've got $3.80 for shooting the mob. Who's shooting for what four in a row? I think two oh five for Ruby Saki in race five. Your favourite there, folks. Three ninety Dogmatic Tough Race the sixth, and then three ninety for Helvorsen the sprint, the only sprint on the day over twelve hundred metres. That's race seven. Then you got a four dollar favourite in race eight. So a bit of value for you in race eight, and then to finish with over sixteen hundred metres for the three year old girls. A dollar ninety five favourite. Shawnee, the best backed runner with sports bet yeah. this weekend. So it gets harder with the with the quaddy then. Is that what you're saying? Have you got the a quaddy? Le- the qu- uh, we'll have to wait and see. You know what he should do? He should bring in his the odds couple onesie while he talks up his oney for the quaddy. Have you got a onesie? We'll yeah. get you one. We'll get some merchandise onto that. Oh, you can imagine him in his onesie. I dre- dress me up <laughs> like he dressing me up like a clown, aren't I? <laughs> I'm here for your entertainment. Well, <laughs> <laughs> The cap fits, my friend. There it is. <laughs> the cap fits. You wear it. That's exactly what happens. Kieran McAvoy. Tonight uh, over at Sandown Racecourse in the UK, he rides in the Coral Eclipse. It was a big group one weight for age race over there. He rides for Sir Michael Stout. He rode a double last week at Royal Ascot. It's extraordinary now how jockeys, one, do this, and we see a lot of the Europeans come out for our, for our spring carnival, but this is the first time, you know, we see a guy go back and be so well accepted from, you know, go back from riding in Australia. Yes, he had his time in the UK, but he's gone back and just become a force. You know what? Straight getting off the plane. Yeah, he's got a young family of four, uh, Kathy, his wife too. Um, We know he spent three to nearly four years over there, Big Sim, uh, invited over by Godolphin to um, tackle that. He's come back to Australia. To be fair to say, it took him about eight, nearly 12 months to get tactically back in um, the competitive mode of uh, Australian riding because we ride tighter, we're tighter tracks. And over in England, they're just, they've just they got plenty of space. There's four, five, six horse races majority of the time. Uh, it's a completely different setup. And, and then he came back and he reinvents himself again, Karen McAvoy, to go into the gym, work on his cardiovascular. We've all seen this on the Twitter feed. Mm where the jockeys are getting in the gym and working. He and Huey Bowman are massive on it, aren't they? With a personal, yeah, assistant. And so he's continued to get better, stronger. And with that, I mean, to win two Everests, uh, Magic Millions, and what else, a Melbourne Cup last season, that's phenomenal within 12 months. Uh, And then he gets back to Europe, gets an opportunity on Hootson. He was going to go and ride the Autumn Sun, remember, and he was um, retired to start. He rides Hootson. And then uh, Buick. A stable rider for Godolphin goes down with injury and um, and Doyle's the number one rider and they hear Kerrin's coming over and he's been there before and he rides for Godolphin here in Australia, um, you know, uh, peripatetically, and he gets the opportunity. 
What did you just say? <laughs> Peripatetic. It means all, uh, every now and then, all over the shops. Peripatetically. Yeah, okay. very effusive well, with my we'll, praise with uh, Karen uh, yeah. McAvoy there, Sim. We're, you can look that in up in the your The production bunker's just gone wild onto Peri- Google to find out what what Peri- was the word again? Peripatetically. Peripatetic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Glad you can pronounce it. So he's in and out, <clears throat> but um, <clears throat> hasn't he made the most of his opportunities over in Europe? And you know what? He's bigger, stronger, better, and he's more relaxed mentally, um, can handle things a lot better too. And he's making the most of these opportunities, mate. So um, and this is... he just might be offered another job there is what I'm yeah. alluding to. Okay. Uh, he's writing for Sir Michael Stout tonight. So it's, it's, it's not the Godolphin relationship. It, it's actually private ownership. So for, for someone to you know, sit in their um, house in London – and Sir Michael Stout to ring up and say, yeah, I think we should put the Aussie jock on Kieran McAvoy. That's a massive thing. You know, just – and for an owner to click and say, yeah, yeah, the Aussie jockey that hasn't – it's ridden here the last three weeks but did four years ago and, you know, rides in Australia the majority of the time, that's a massive call. So the respect he has internationally is Well, what gets his dockets up as well is he's, what, a two-time Melbourne Cup winning – Jockey, he's a reigning Melbourne Cup winning jockey on cross counter, um, so uh, he goes back over to Europe. And we all know that Europe loves the Melbourne Cup now, mm. don't we? Well, it's an eight million dollar mm-hmm. race now. We've bumped it up to eight, I think. So um, yeah, good on you, Karen. Go well. Uh, he'll um, he'll go well, no doubt. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was thinking of? I wanted to talk to uh, you boys about you boys about was I? I want to touch on the Everest again. I reckon the last five weeks, we've just had announcement after announcement after announcement. You know, of you know, we, we had the Damien Flower incident where you know his his spot has been put up for auction. He's he's facing a few off field uh, issues, but uh, do Victorian racing do enough to uh, how do I put it? Fight back, push back here, or do, or do you just let it go? Am I being would Victorian race be seen well, as being trivial if they, they start marketing their their spring carnival and their bigger races now? Well, as you say, this is a gimmick race, this Everest, the All-Star Mile. Once the Everest is done in the spring, I'm sure the VRC will be starting to market this All-Star Mile, like the Everest has throughout, straight after the autumn campaign, uh, so I, carnival. I, I, I get confused a little bit. When you say gimmick, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm I'm in a, in a greens with Scoob, but it is the gimmicks. The race is put on. All these pro, prize money has been thrown at them, and uh, it's as you say, buy your slot or or it's a people's race. So mm. I mean, it, there's, there's no uh, conditions. So it's drawn the best sprinters in the middle of a spring carnival well, yeah, and our has. best oh, jockeys did the, did the to go over there the and ride. BM seventy horses and ride on a Group One Caulfield Guineas Day. It was a huge success last year, and it continues to grow. And they bumped up the prize money once again, and the race course is an absolute sellout. Mm. So if I've got my Sydney hat on, it's a win-win-win. Oh, correct. Well, and it's the, continu- the numbers aren't continuing to grow uh, momentum. If, but, you're but a, if you're a tradition, extrapolating that a little further, and Simon, you say you've got your Sydney hat on. The, the one thing I think of the the win for racing out of all of this eventually, once the dust settles and everyone starts you know, having a ping at each other, and you know this is bad for our carnival and good for their carnival, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is we'll start thinking. Where's the best place for our horse to go? Whether that's Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia, or Perth for that matter. Mm. Where's the best place option for our horse to go? Because from an owner's point of view, owners are expected to stump up more and more money at yearling sales. 
Yes, some of the prize money's got better. Not all of the prize money's got True. better. So the more options an owner can have to keep them in the game and supplying the horses that race in the races um, to give the jockeys an opportunity of riding a Group 1 winner, that is... That's good for racing. It's got to be good for racing. So once once we get rid of all the uh, um, internal gripes about how dare you touch our carnivals, I think it's going to be a wonderful thing for racing. I'll probably get shouted down for saying that, but it's what I believe. You know what it's done? It's um, it's made everyone work behind the desks in both states and every state of Australia because um, what it's ha- um, what it's ha- Peter Valandis, who heads up racing in Sydney there, he's a visionary and um, he's shaking the tree and the snakes are running. Um, he's included the prize money and made the Everest what it is. What do they ask? They have the Kosciuszko now and, and, and there's been feed-off races left, right and centre due to the increase of turnover. And the turnover on the day when the Everest is running the Caulfield Guineas is huge for mm. us, sports bet. It is huge. Punners love it because there's massive racing in Sydney and a big feature group one with champion jockeys going up there to ride on that carnival. And then you've got the Caulfield Guineas, whereas, you know, it's, it's, it's a group one for three-year-olds and there's group races left, right and centre around it. SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. 26 after 8 o'clock on The Odds Couple, thanks to Sportsbet. I mentioned earlier in the show, a couple of special guests, Alison Sheehan, Lindsay Smith. Lindsay will be joining us a little later on, but it's time now to introduce for the first time Alison Sheehan to uh, The Odds Couple family. She trains out of Cranbourne, got a really uh, exciting day ahead of her at uh, Flemington today, go her Mayor Alquestro going for three in a row. Alison, uh, good morning to you. And uh, a little nervy this morning. It's a it's a big day for you. It'll be all over and done with early in race one. Uh, yeah, I still haven't managed to knock off a, um, a win at Flemington yet. So her, her closest relation ran a second there. So hoping she can go one better today. Just quickly on the name, Alison. Alquestro is one of our favourite tour spots in Central Australia. Is, is that what... Uh, uh, where the name came from? Uh, it is a little bit, but um, her dad's name was El Rayo, and I actually, the very first horse that I ever was had anything to do with in racing when I first uh, started back 20 years ago, his name was El Questro. Uh, he only managed to win a Tatura Maiden, but he was uh, my favourite horse and, yeah, went, went on to... Um, yeah, he was quite a quirky horse, and, and that's who she's sort of named after. Well, she's a five-year-old mare. Good morning, Alison. Simon Marshall here. Um, she's a five-year-old mare by Largo Delight. And um, how did you come about picking up the mare? I bred her. So yeah. uh, her dam, I raced her dam. I raced three of her uncles as well. So she's the last one in the family. And uh, her closest relation was a horse called Tackleberry that I raced. He won five, but didn't quite manage to win a race at Flemington. He ran a second there, but uh, ran some really good races at uh, Mooney Valley as well, and, and he actually won at Sandown for me. And the reason for that is because you're number one on the list of owners, uh, Miss A.M. Sheehan, and uh, she has won $112,000. Is she a life changer for you? It makes life easier. <laughs> it, does, it does make life easier, but and, I, and look, I'm really hoping that uh, this preparation, you know, she's rising six and, and this is only start 19 today. So we've looked after her and definitely patience pays off. 
Well, she hits Flemington today. Race one, the short price favourite, Organza, is a scratching. You are number four, and you've been backed into $2.90, and you are favourite with Sportsbet. Tell us about her two runs to date, because she's undefeated this preparation. Yeah, she came back in terrific order. She's always appreciated a bit of cut out of the ground. She ran consistently well last prep, so it was really no surprise that she won nicely first up, and then back to Mayor's grade second up. She was really dominant. Nikita gave her, rode her like the best horse in the race, and she really uh, just, yeah, was quite a bit better than the rest of them. Okay, so 54 kilos today, uh, drawn a barrier two in the 1,400 metres. Is a distance that you've been placed at, but you haven't won yet? Uh, yeah, she won at 1,400 last start. Oh, sorry, you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you you are right. right. Sorry, Alison, I, I apologise. That's uh, all right. I, I yeah, thought it was 1,300 at Sandown. Um, no, no, no. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was, look, she had two runs on the heavy, but she does handle all surfaces. So, yeah, the soft five is just perfect for her today. Beautiful. And tell us a little bit about Nikita Berryman and um, her relationship with the horse because uh, it's really important once you get a, a great combination that are a winning combination. Uh, Nikita must uh, mean a lot to you and your horse. Yeah, she's always written a bit of work for me and trialled them and sort of guided me on, uh, you know, where we think the horses are at and where they're going to be best placed. But certainly, yeah, she has a really good relationship with the horse. But the horse is a real gem to ride. I ride her uh, 99% of her track work because she's just so straightforward and easy. She's always, you know, the first one to um, go out on the track in the morning. So, uh, but she's really easy horse to train. Yeah, absolute gem, you know, just the kindest horse. But she just tries her heart out. You know, she's a big gangly foal. And it's taken time, um, but we've just looked after her and, you know, she's repaying us all now. Well, we'll see you at the Cranbourne Industry Awards. You're a dual winner there. Alison, thank you very much for your time. Alquestro, race one, number four, your five-year-old mare. She'll be hard to beat again. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, Simon. Good on you, Alison. Great to have you on the Odds Couple family this morning. Yes. Why are you putting your hand up? Yeah, and, and just getting back uh, to Simon's faux power about the, the distance. Oh, yeah. No, no. Simon was right. Alison was wrong. It's okay. Alquestro won, won over 1,300 in the heavy last start. So, yes. Thank you, mate. So was, right. Hasn't cool. won over the 1,400 as yet. On 11.16 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Thanks to Sportsbet, 27 minutes to 9 o'clock. And time now to welcome our second guest to the Odds Couple this morning, Lindsay Smith, Premier Trainer from Perth for many, many a year, and now over in Victoria and uh, made one hell of a start from his stables down in Warrnambool. And it's great to welcome him also for the first time to the Odds Couple this morning. G'day, Lindsay. Morning, boys. How are you? Very, very well. Uh, congratulations. Good start. Yeah, well, you're sort of in this part of the world you need to sort of come out with a bang um and uh as i said earlier like uh, there's a lot of boxes to fill up down there so better way to start than you know getting a kick and a couple of gold straight off Lindsay, just a quick summary of where you're training from how many boxes you do have and, and the motivation for coming over here and giving it a crack from perth okay well obviously everyone knows it was uh, darren Weir training there so there was 42 boxes uh, I think it's gone up to I've got 15, 15 there now, uh, and the motivation was that 
I stayed there a couple of years ago with Scales of Justice, and then the boys come over a couple of times with their horses. And when that uh, incident happened with Darren, um, uh, my biggest owner in Perth, uh, Chris Wells, he said, no, well, you should go and give it a go. And I know I'm 60, but it's something I always wanted to do. I've come over here in little bits, little bits of the time and had some success. So it was uh, a gamble I took. And I just thought it's world-class environment. The stables are absolutely brilliant. I just, you know, as I've said before, I just sort of the old out of the movie, build it and they will come. That's what I'm sort of banking on. And slowly, uh, I think it's going to happen. Lindsay Simon, um, can you just enlighten the, uh, our uh, wonderful family here at uh, the Odds Couple? You're a 14-time Group 1 winning jockey. Uh, you won Victorian derbies. I wish I was. Which trainer? I wish I was that good a jockey. <laughs> winning I winning trainer. 14, 14, yeah, 14 times. I might have slaughtered a few, but no, as a, <laughs> as a trainer, yeah. Yeah, 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 trainer, mate. That's all right. Um, but tell us about your setup at home because you're very innovative in about the in in about the uh, ways you go about getting your horses fit. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, it was just a bit of pure luck um, that uh, yeah, my my wife was uh, she's a lot younger than me and very pretty, and I had to chase her. <laughs> so uh, basically, I had to lose about twenty five kilos. And while I was at the gym, the bloke said. When I was in fatigue stage, he said, just imagine someone hitting me around the bum now with a stick, with a whip. And it sort of resonated with me, and I spoke to him a lot about it. So I went home. Across the road, uh, there was a big sand hill. So I started uh, training them up the hill. And um, luckily for me, the horse, the first horse I had was by a horse called Old Spice. And they were very tough. And he was able to take it, and I think he won eight in a row, and... And the rest is basically history, but it, it's basically heavy-duty work. And um, then I back off, and once they're fit, and I race them quite a lot. Mm. Lindsay, you haven't been here long. How important was it to get a double at Ballarat Wednesday? Uh, well, crucial. It was crucial, especially uh, with the spice of thoroughbreds. They've been extra, extra good to me. Um, they're a high-class business. Um, they deal with good people. See. The horses have come to me from the pre-trainers nearly ready to go. So mm. it's been a, a bit silver spoon fed to me at the minute. But uh, anyway, they, they buy good cattle. They're given to good people. And um, they're given to people who are, you know, in good environments like we have down at Warrnambool. You've got to, once you find a level to your horses, you've got to place them well, and you're a genius at doing that. Flemington, race eight. You have Reykjavik running today. He's a four-year-old stallion. He hasn't won over the mile, Lindsay, but his lead-up races have been good at Swan Hill and Flemington. What can you tell us about his preparation so far leading into today? Yeah, he, he ran third for me when I first got him in a listed race as a three-year-old in Ascot over the carnival. Uh, so I don't think the distance is a problem. I think the gates are a big thing for him where he can just curl up on the fence. Hopefully they don't have to sort of go out to the middle of the track or anything, but if the Inside gate's an advantage to him. I reckon he'll sit fourth, fourth one out or on the fence. Uh, good jockey, strong jockey. Uh, I expect him to come at him late. He loves the no, the no weight on his back. And I don't know, is it much stronger than the heat the other day? You yeah. know better than I do. But, yeah, well, no. Romancer beat your last start at Flemington and Blaise Jowski there in great form. Uh, 
and um, you've got uh, Raging War and uh, Mr. Marathon Man that are in the markets there, and mate, that's highly competitive. So um, you, you, you're right in it, and I suppose what punters are wanting to hear from you is that he can run the 1,600 metres, so you've got no issues about that. No, none at all. The 1,600 no worries, and if he only runs a place, as I said, he, he can go to a, a race like the Mildura Cup. Yep. He's eyeing that off, so... If he wins today, he'll go a different path. But if he just runs a place, he can go to Mildura Cup. But he's in a good spot. He wants to go to the races, which is uh, always a added bonus. Race eight, number nine, Arakovic, Lindsay Smith, we're talking to. You just spoke about your stable champion, Scales of Justice. He was back. He trialled. How's he going? Yeah. Yes, touch wood. He's, uh, he's, uh, I think he's on the way back. He, he looked good in that dump out. He was way off on the outside rail and, uh, covered a lot of ground, but geez, he looked good on, up the straight, and that's something I haven't seen for a year and a half. You can ride work, though. You are a good grandstand jockey, yeah, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, uh, no. Especially when I get up that hill, that they make it to the top of the hill with me riding them. You can definitely go and back them. <laughs> good <laughs> luck today, Cobber. <laughs> Lindsay, we wish you well uh, with the new venture. Look forward to the stable having uh, more and more winners uh, as time goes on. Cheers, boys. Thanks a lot. Good on you, Lindsay Smith, joining us there. Um, stable in Perth and set up a, a, a new digs in Warrnambool and doing a grand job first up. I can tell you now, he's um, he's uh, half a length off a genius when it comes to getting a horse fit. And um, if you're looking for a, a trainer, a suitable trainer for your horse, uh, Lindsay Smith, I can recommend him as a gun. Just about to go to a break, but uh, what I do want to tell you is that you don't forget to grab your AFL record this weekend. It's still just $5, thanks to Karcher. Whatever the cleaning task, they have the solution. The official 2019 partner, the AFL record. SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Thanks to Sportsbet, our great friends here at The Odds Couple. Quarter to nine o'clock, and it's time now to go through all the best backed runners at Flemington before we get into the quaddy with Mr Taggart. Mr Marshall, over to you. Thank you, Mr O'Donnell. And at this stage, we say... Get your pens, pencils, crayons, and have your form guides be ready. Yes, and we have two very special little guests coming up to close out the show. That's a while away. Yeah, we've got to fill 15 minutes of radio in before we. Here's the the best backed runners at Flemington today, folks. And the money in race one, the Mayor's Race, our Questro. We spoke with Alison Sheehan, horses shooting for three in a row, stepping up to the 14. $4.80 $4.80 into $2.90. Now, we had the short price favourite organza come out, so markets flipped on their head. But best backed is number four, El Questro, and number two, Pop Queen. All right, into $5 there. So race one, four and two in that order. Race two, 2,000 metres. Oh, good lordy me. We have Muscolino backing yes. up. He Did bowled win him. last week, Muscolino? Yes. yes. Yeah. Best wise. <laughs> backing up. Oh, well, um, well, well. And he'll roll along. Now, Muscolino. Didn't get stuck in the heavy two dollars Number three, number seven, two and seven. So, sorry, three and seven. These blokes. Three and seven. The Statesman's been backed in as well to $4.20. Race three. This is where the money is. Buffalo River into $1.55. Number one has been the best back runner. Heavenly Emperor has also had really good support. $5.50. Let's hope his Barry, Barrier Manners are in check. Numbers one and five, race three. A few race scratchings th- there, four scratchings. Four scratchings, thank you, Simon. The Banjo Patterson, <laughs> over 2,600 metres. 
Oh, good lordy me. Future score holds favouritism. $4 into $2.60. Number eight, the best backed runner. And shooting the mob out to three eighty slightly, but holding some good money. So one and eight in race four. Lamborghini got a puncher in that. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. The dad jokes. Race five are up to, folks. Thanks for listening. Taj Rossi, 1,600 metres here. And what we have is we have Ruby Saki is one of the best-backed runners into $2, even money from $2.60, number three. And number eight, Moonlight ba- Moonlight Made is $7 into $5.50. So three and eight in race five. Race six. Who trained Taj Rossi? 0433, 0433981116. I was going to ask the family, Simon. Well, mate, if you bring this up at the production meeting, we won't trip over it. Dear me. It's the first time he's bringing something up while while the markets are getting done too. It's the first first time he's bringing something new in the middle of market updates. People are trying to back a winner out there. There's a time and place for everything. Sorry, okay, okay, move on, move on. We're up to race six, Big Sim? Yep. How good was Mahogany? (laughs) How about who trained Mahogany? Lloyd Williams. Who wrote it? <laughs> okay, our Vincent Torre, Michael Wall's horse. We heard from him from Sportsbet before. Ten dollars into eight dollars fifty, number seven, and not a single cent had good support. Four eighty into four dollars sixty. That's number two. Seven and two in race six. David Taggart, this is the first leg of the quaddy. Yes. What about our our good sponsors at Sportsbet? Have we got any specials on today? Yes, we do. There's 10 race spread. It's between races one and five at Flemington and Randwick today. If your horse oh, runs oh, second or oh. third, you'll get up to $50 back in bonus bets. Oh, that's, that's a great that's a great offer. Anyway, so we're going to the first leg of the quaddy. Uh, here we go. Like number one dogmatic, he goes around. He's on the backup. That means he raced last week's scoop if you're not sure what the backup means. Anyway, and he races like he'll get the 2,500. He hasn't been uh, backing up today after winning last week. You know that. Yeah, he got a soft lead. I said he would jump lead and win. Anyway, we digress. Uh, hard to leave out the Ma Eustace runners here as they, they have five in it. So we'll leave a couple of them out, but most of them go in. So the numbers here are one, two, five, and seven. What are we digressing about, Big Sim? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I panic a bit when he searches for the big word. I just, I'm just not sure <laughs> where it's going to end up. I don't. You've got to stop searching. I can see you're searching for it. We sweat just, up a bit. Just, I'm educated. I did fail lunch at school, but I know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Race seven. So the first legs one, two, five, and seven. Correct. <laughs> yep. yep. Yes. We're up to race seven, folks. Welcome back after the break. This is a listed race over 1,200 meters, and the only straight run here at Flemington today. And we got numbers nine and three for you. Hal Vorson, four forty into three dollars eighty, the best backed runner. Number three, Milwaukee loves the straight into four dollars twenty. Nine and three race seven. Dave, your selection. Yeah, he got the straight specialist here in number three, Milwaukee. Uh, he's won three from four down it. Uh, got a feeling they have uh, set number one. He Tahitsi, I think it, it's pronounced. Tahitsi. Tahitsi for this, and he's at a good price too. He's around about the $15 mark. He's uh, he's the Tasmanian horse. He's had two trolls uh, before coming over here, and he loves the jar out of the track. We're on that, on that soft five. So he, he goes in at a price. So the numbers here are 1, 3, 4, 7, and 9. 1, 3, 4, 7, and 9 in the second leg. Third leg. Race eight, we have an easing favourite out to four twenty from three seventy. Number four, waging war. The numbers you want to write down here are ten and one. Mister Marathon Man's number one five fifty has been really solid, holding money for him. And Romancer, twelve dollars into eight dollars fifty. Number ten, 
So one in ten, race eight. Yeah, you're on the money there, Sim. Uh, both Mike Moroni's horses go in. Number six, Radapole, goes in as well. He's another one at a price. He caught the eye first up, and he has a great second up. Uh, well, he's got good second up form, I should say. And, of course, we we heard about Lindsay with Lindsay Smith, uh, number nine. Uh, Rekkevik. I, hope, yep. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Rekkevik, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah, as Lindsay said, he draws to get a soft run, and he's clearly looking for the mile too. Uh, has had only the uh, one go over it for donuts, but he will get the trip. So don't worry about that. He's the shortest. So the numbers here are one, two, four, six, nine, and ten. I'm hoping for a little bit of a result here. One, two, some, four, six, nine, value. and ten. So six in that third leg. One, two, four, six, nine, and ten. Fourth leg. Very effusive with his praise there for Reykjavik, wasn't he, Simon? He was. Race nine, we're up to, folks. Here's the money. This is the best-backed runner with Sportsbet running at Flemington today. Race nine, number one, Shawnee. $2.20 into $1.95. Now, there's been a roughie that's been spec, number 11. It's my best-valued runner for the day. Great Duchess, $15 into 13. One and 11 in race nine, David. Yeah, your forget forget about Great Duchess, mate. Uh, number one, Shawnee. We saw the best of her after... Uh, she pulled up, saw the start before with with that sore knee. Uh, so Shawnee had a sore knee. She had a sore knee. She pulled up with a sore knee, Shawnee. So, and she loves racing here. Uh, yeah, she yeah. has lengths on this field. She's a three year old filly, back in her own age and sex. So, so the numbers here. The to finish with. So the numbers here are one, and that's all you'll need. There it is. Oh. 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 <laughs> one out. You got Tag. one out in the final leg. Took him a while. Oh, but he you got can there. see it, can't you? You can see. Three legs we've got up. It's looking good. Yeah. The texts oh. will come through. I just hope she hasn't got a sore sure knee. Comes up to the 200. <laughs> starts to <laughs> throw that near leg. Oh, no. The sore knee's coming on sure knee. Oh, 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 oh no. the connection's all the best there. With oh, dear. No, we do wish connection's sure all knee. the very best. Anyway, that's 120, That's $120 for the unit. So Is if it? I was to take 50% of that, what would that cost? $60. $60, yes. $120 and for a dollar. What's the uh, Richter scale, the, the measuring scale there on confidence? Uh, confidence? Uh, I'm not short of confidence, mate. I'm only five foot, so I'm, I'm a little bag full of confidence. Ten out of ten. We get the quality today. Ten out of ten. There we'll get the quality our today. Let's hope that. SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Thank you to Sportsbet. A quick recap of the quaddy numbers. First leg, 1, 2, 5 and 7. Second leg, 1, 3, 4, 7, 9. Third leg, 1, 2, 4, 6, 9 and 10. And the fourth leg, number 1. $120 for a unit. $20.60 for 50 cents. Quickly, um... S. Marshall, your best around the country? It's Ewenberg. Uh, Race eight, number nine at Randwick today. Race three, number two at Flemington for me. And race Guard massive. I didn't ask you. Oh. Last week you were woeful. <laughs> okay, what's your special? This will be your last time. Yeah, well, anyway, hopefully, fingers crossed. Race four, number two, Monsieur Sesso in Sydney. What was it? Simon. Race four, number two Mon- in what? Sydney. Uh, Monsieur Sesso. I'm French. <laughs> Yeah, you've got a couple of special guests. Ladies and gentlemen, it is school holidays and we have a couple of future fashions on the field winners here and they are about to talk to you right now. Morning, everyone. I'm Matilda Staines and I hope everyone has a wonderful day. I am Sugar Marshall. Hope everybody has a wonderful winning day. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
One, two, three. Bye. And thanks for listening, everybody, to The Odds Couple. All our tips will be up on our social media website uh, for your information as the day goes on. Happy punting out there. Let's hope we find a winner, particularly David Taggart. He needs one. Simon Marshall, David Taggart, Simon O'Donnell say goodbye. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.